Some films are mediocre Some films aren't good or bad Some films won't win an Oscar Globe, BAFTA, or a SAG You like those flicks? Come get your fix In a podcast called Mixed Bag Yo! Welcome to Mixed Bag, where we review the mixed, muddled, meh, and mediocre movies of film history. And that was uh, not as good a Brooklyn accent as when I was watching Wait, this wait, film. what are you talking but, about? Uh, <laughs> I want to introduce myself like this. Hey, oh, you. come on, you page boys. Break it <laughs> up right, now. Break it up. These... Break it up. My name's Cassandra. I'm James. I'm Matt the Mook. Come on now. Get out of my way. It's Manhattan territory now. <laughs> Um, hey guys, hey. <laughs> welcome. We're doing we're doing some some great accent work uh, with actually acting. If you welcome to Monday Night Live. <laughs> yeah, no, it's still us. <laughs> it's still us, Cassandra, James, and Matt. I know that you were really convinced by our performances, and you thought that there were guest hosts. It's just encouraged this episode. But it was actually. I mean, yeah. it's bumper to bumper in this film, so we we can't resist. Gotta jump in there. Um, yeah, how's everybody doing? <laughs> We're yeah, still yeah. in the, the lockdown. We didn't yeah. really talk about the lockdown much. Uh, There's not much last to talk year, about, really. Because it's um it's kind of a downer, you know. Yeah, well and... every, everybody's going through it and well, most of our audience, most of them being in New Zealand. Yeah. Um, we're all just in our houses and yeah, yeah watching a lot of stuff. Sitting we just up in my room. Um mm-hmm. yeah, uh, take we didn't really say it last time, take care and be safe and wash your hands and, and do try to stay inside because um, there are some people apparently breaking the rules and um, that I mean, ruins it for the rest of the country. Yeah, I mean, don't not go outside. You have govern- government-mandated exercise. Yeah. You can, like, go for a walk and go for a jog. Just don't go... Like, I recommend not going to places where you think people will also be jogging and walking <laughs> because yeah. I did that like one time and i was like this is way too many people for me to jog in this route so Mm. i've changed my route so i'm not gonna tell you so you don't see me (laughs) it's a mysterious yeah Yeah. you'll never be able to find it the supermarkets for me were too stressful it was just lots of people and hard to keep the distance in the aisles yeah Yeah, my family have started um like just knocking on well not not actually knocking but reporting back to the rest of the family about like other people they spot that are out probably breaking rules that my dad was telling the other day about how like he saw a group of cyclists and they were definitely not in the same bubble and I was like how do you know he's like well they were all middle-aged men and I don't yeah. think there would be no. five different middle-aged men in one bubble and I'm like dad you're flatmates with your brother and your mother so like, you guys are not an objectively no, usual looking bubble, bubble side either usually but I yes. think that checks out but in your dad's specific case it does not I know because it was he like, does ironic. live with other older people but his instinct I think was sound it's so. sound instinct yeah. I think you're there correct is, there is like the dark side of it where people are like calling up on people like whenever and they don't know the full story like it was something around like someone was dropping off groceries to like their 84 four year old grandma and i think just leaving it outside the door but someone still called the cops on them and um yeah, yeah. some people like to get in other people's business and this is a oh, great yeah. opportunity to do so yeah um people so, love a, a modicum of power that just goes to know, their head just be kind people yeah. you know make sure that you're taking into account everyone's extenuating circumstances but mm. also you know like spray I mean, things with know, disinfectant yeah absolutely you don't want to be sick with fever i mean cabin fever <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey hey, hey. <laughs> right. um, i'm bored, you give so. me fever 
did it. I couldn't find it. No, it's just the song. That's um, that's my reference. Anyway. Should we, talk, <laughs> should we talk about stuff we've been watching during the lockdown in a little segment we like to call... Pop, 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 pop corner. That's where the sound would have gone. Nice. Not even saying the name. <laughs> yeah. oh, damn. We're getting slick. Well, because we were chatting about lockdown, uh, I wanted to mention one specific lockdown um, focused uh, content uh, was Jack Buchanan released another song uh, called The Family Lockdown Boogie, which is oh, going yeah, crazy. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. You have yeah. likely seen it. Uh, great production values. Uh, great use of family. Um, I just love... Very game family members. Yeah. yeah. Bring that up in my house, and my dad would be like, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a highlight. And in the TikTok videos as well, just like parents being yep. game to People's lip-sync parents to... People's parents that are keen yeah. to do stuff. Nicki Minaj or whatever. Who would do tiktok in this environment i don't know yeah. <laughs> matt will not tell us what his tiktok username is but also we don't want to have tiktok and refuse to get it so we just yeah. want him to send his We're individual to videos give to a us a special um mixed bag <laughs> certificate to anyone that can uncover uh matt loverains's um tiktok account uh and dm those videos directly to us yes. via our twitter account he is a bit tricky tricksy though because on all social media accounts he's got a different handle each time and he I likely do, has yeah. a different handle this time so yeah yeah one day we'll search for them um something else i've been enjoying is uh on 8 a.m saturday mornings uh colin Miloy from the decemberists my favorite band doing concerts from his house uh which i have really enjoyed it's been the last three i think it's actually been four weeks but i missed the first one um but yeah every every saturday morning for me it's i think 12 p.m friday uh on his time I get to have a little concert while I get up early and it's a good way to get myself to get up early and do the dishes um, mm. by myself so I don't disturb James by my singing. <laughs> yeah, I had a really great. rough Saturday. <laughs> just gone by. I was. Why? I we didn't... had a lot of wine on Friday. Wine and then I didn't sleep and just everything about the lockdown feels <laughs> way worse when you're just like have no sleep and just can't do anything. Like, I don't know what my sleeping times are anymore. They're just out of whack. Um... But speaking of music stuff, I said last week that Dua Lipa was Swedish, but she's actually Albanian, and I'm sorry, Dua, for Wait, calling me Swedish. Where's Albania? It's in, like, East Eastern Europe. Oh. She's, like, Kosovan <laughs> Albanian. But yeah, but she's actually British also. She's just of Albanian descent. So I'm sorry, Dua. I will stream Future Nostalgia a hundred times as penance. But that's okay. Sorry because... to the nation of Albania. Yeah. And then for Kosovo. me also for not knowing uh, where that is. <laughs> I, was, I was like, I don't think that's near Sweden, but no, I want to just not, double it's check. Not near, <laughs> it's not near Sweden. Okay, good, good. My instinct that it's not where near did, Sweden was correct. Where did Sweden come from? Was it just... I just thought her name. I was like, and she does pop. And I'm like, you know, it feels like... She's Swedish. So she is Ebba and um, who else was it? Um, oh, Robin. The, Robin are not threatened anymore. There are no, only two the Swedish legendary crown Swedes. has remained in yeah. their hands. Yeah. Um, other stuff well, we've been up to. Last... I watched Happy Feet for the first time oh, yeah. uh, because oh a podcast that I like, uh, Blank Check Pod, shout out, plug, plug, um, are covering George Miller at the moment. And. Um, I've seen a couple of his films, Mad Max 2 and Mad Max Fury Road, obviously, but... Wait, you haven't um, seen Babe? Wait, that's not... No, no, I've seen Babe. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, he did. I think they're covering Babe, Pig in the City. He directed yeah, that one. I think he directed that one. Chris Noonan directed Babe. Right. 
Um, I didn't realize he did the he wrote for the first one. Um, yeah. yeah, I have seen Baby Pig in the City, uh, but um, Happy Feet one and two, and I am building up to two are ones that I had never experienced before. I've never seen two because why? I haven't seen two either because why? Uh, but Happy Feet one, it's a it's a ride. It's a strange it's journey. Unbelievable. Um, it's so. Oh, yeah. you go. Yeah. It's so sexual. It's so. Oh horny. yeah. There's also, like, <laughs> there's a sequence where Elijah, I... um, who plays Mumble, like his crush, um, they charge out of the water and then slip into each other. Um, yeah. And the positions that they land in are sexual poses, like oral and stuff like that. Like, it's very. And you're like, whoa, what the hell? And they're like, oh my gosh, oh, so sorry. Ooh, ooh. I mean, and... you know, Mumble was giving different kinds of oral pleasure in that movie. Yeah, mumbling. <laughs> Um, and then there's like a cult leader. There's the belief of aliens. Well, to me, I'm just like, is Mumble like stunted in any way? Because he looks does not look it's like the, the other des- penguins. The, the graphic design <laughs> of the teenage penguin, where he's he got different. baby face penguin, and everyone else has got adult feathers, and he's just retained his weird baby feathers. It's, it's similar it's to the terrifying. Treasure Planet problem. Yeah. It's like, why did you cho- you made this choice? I guess because they want us to see him and like make sure we know that that's Mumble and it's not any of the other penguins, but. But like, there's, surely there's another design choice you could have done rather than making him, like, a weird stunted adult. The teenage face, as we will learn later in this episode, is a strange and elusive thing. Mm. Teenage face. There's yeah. um, two things that I remember most from Happy Feet that I enjoy. Um, there's um, um, Prince, the great one, um, wrote a song, an original song for Happy Feet called Song of the Heart, which is pretty good. But also there's this one penguin who um, raps the message by um, oh, yep. Grandmaster mm. Flash and the Furious Five and the message, as his heart uh, song. And it's fucking is, amazing. Uh, it's also mashed up with a lot of other different songs. <laughs> yeah. Like I think at one point there's a message, Boogie Wonderland. Like There's a Look, lot of different songs mashed up together. That sequence Happy is Feet good. is a good time. Like it's not very like smart It doesn't make sense, but, but it's, it's a fun film. It's <laughs> yeah. a real ride. I also wonder if robin williams why he played two roles in that scuba yeah is is if his like what's the his, other role oh he plays like a um uh, uh a mexican like character um penguin um yeah he's doing like a very like a stereotypical like mexican mexican american accent yeah which we're i'm just like, gonna charge my laptop okay. i'll be back in a sec you guys keep talking yeah sorry um so like one yeah. character is this like cult leader who like has a bit of what do you call them like a six-pack um plastic around one of those yeah what, what are they called the, the things where instead of a normal like cardboard yeah pack it's like the linked bits anyway he's got one of those. he claims that it's from the aliens you know the humans who are the aliens um but the thing with that character it's very impressive uh like very like total like robin williams like using the full breadth of his voice genie style but then his character gets strangled by it um like halfway through the film or like even a quarter of the way so he doesn't have a lot of like actual dialogue so i wonder if he was like they clearly hey, hired him. I, I for want that. a little bit more. And then they were like, um, "Oh well, let's just have you. You can have this very inappropriate other character as well." Yeah, he's like, "I, can I do agree that with accent. all of your thoughts. I definitely heard all of it." Yeah. Um, to yeah, move Matt, on from if Happy you could Feet. just record thirty seconds of you just going, mm, "Hmm, yeah, totally," <laughs> and then we'll just we'll sub just that right in. With the, the magic of editing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, what else? Stuff- have you- 
other stuff we watched last night is uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber is putting up all of his musicals mm. on oh, yeah, the internet for right. free. Uh, so I shared with James uh, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, the Donny Osmond version, yeah. which uh, was a big staple of my house growing up. It's just as batshit as it always was. Um, Donny Osmond remains as shirtless as he always was throughout sure. the entire thing, much to my mother's delight. This was the first time um, me seeing this as well, and it was it's bizarre. I didn't know where it was going to go, and I didn't realize that all of the songs are different um, styles of music. Yeah, the Pharaoh is an Elvis impersonator. You generally, when you do a musical, like one of the things they would say is like, have sort of a, a unity, you know, have some cohesion, have like a unified style and tone, and instead they're like, what if this number was like French? Yeah. Well, you know, this number was Cowboys. The musical, just like the coat, has many colors, Kat. Exactly. exactly. I actually don't, I'm not that familiar with Joseph, but, you know, good to know that I will never see this musical. Yeah, it's like a yeah. children's musical. It's for kids. It's, um, it's, it's actually, it is no. literally a children's musical. Originally it was written for a primary school, uh, I think, and then it got adapted from, like, this uh, commission for a primary school performance into uh, Off West End. Richard Edmer so is in it, in a, like, a weirdly nothing role. Like, he speaks sings throughout the whole thing, um, which is obviously a, a, a common practice in all of these movie musicals. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, but I'm glad that I've seen it and I have a larger idea of what work Andrew Lloyd Webber likes creating because it makes more Strange sense now. Or, as you put it in your Insta story, Lloyd Webber, and I was like, who is Mr. Lloyd Webber? Who is she? I don't know her. <laughs> is that the shirtless man that I took a picture of? <laughs> yeah, I was like, who is Lloyd Webber? <laughs> yeah. There is what someone in pop culture I don't know. Um, I've been watching a lot of TV. Uh, I got back into New World. New World, sorry. Not, I'm going crazy. New Girl. <laughs> it is a new world though we new are world living is the sitcom in a, new world, in a supermarket a it's, yeah. yeah now she's in quarantine yeah i um regularly watch new girl it has seven seasons i think i stopped in season six episode one just because i was like hmm, i don't know but then i was trolling through twitter the other day and um the tv critic um emily vanderwerf tweeted something and she was like libby who is her wife um, is rewatching New Girl, and I've been trying to pinpoint when Nick falls in love with Jess, and the answer is that Nick was in love with Jess before they, before he even knew she existed. I sometimes think that the best love stories are about inevitability. I was always going to meet this person, and then hey, they were there, and I was like, hmm, I want to watch New Girl again because <laughs> same. I feel like that's my favorite type of love story. Yeah, and I've always loved those characters. And Max Greenfield, who plays Schmidt, him and his daughter do like um, videos because he's like homeschooling her, and his oh. daughter is funny. He's got like great comic timing, but yeah, um, I'm enjoying that. It's like pleasant kind of watching. I'm getting through the 22 long episodes really quickly because you know it's yeah, it's just like nice and charming. So I enjoy yeah. that cast, and also I'm watching um, Everything's Gonna Be Okay, the new Josh Thomas show. Who did oh cool. Please please like me and it's uh oh cool very charming very cute um i forget how good of a writer he is of, of of the human condition what's the premise for that one so he uh is like he's from australia obviously but he visits la where his dad lives with like his new family um he's got two younger half sisters um but when he gets there his father tells them tells him that um he's got cancer and he's about to die and he wants him to be the primary caregiver of of his two 
um, younger siblings. They're not that young. They're like 15, 17. Mm. But, you know, it's kind of like, you know, being thrust into this, uh, yeah, scary new endeavor. And, um, yeah, it's pretty cool. That sounds great. It's nice and tender and funny and weird. Is it, a, is it a new dad from Please Like Me or did he carry on that dad train? No. It's, it's oh. a new dad. Oh. <laughs> I'm just weird. I'm just new like, girl, new dad. We're like, but we still we saw your dad. We know what your and, uh, dad looks yeah, like. That was, that was real life. Also, um, his dad has like an American accent in, in the show, and I'm like, boo. <laughs> he lived in Australia for most of his life. He just moved to America. He's not American. But, I mean, he only appears in the pilot, so, you know. And then he yeah. dies. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Uh, damn, you that's know. not where I thought that was going. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where I thought it was going, but not there. Um, cool. Uh what else? Is there anything else that anyone's um, been experiencing? We're a couple episodes into High Fidelity, which we're enjoying, um, mm. which we're going to continue. We'll probably have more to talk about next time we meet up. Um, but Zoe Kravitz is great in it. It's good to see like a show using all of her her skills, all of yeah, her attractiveness. You, you really she's stylized so well. Don't get it. the full breadth of her performance if you've only seen her in something like um, Big Little Lies. Where Big she's Little got Lies. Such an underwritten yeah. character in yeah. Big Little Lies, um, and it's really nice to see her get to be charming and like kind of a fuck up and oh, yeah, really fun. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. Um, it could be a lot gayer. Uh, it's probably my, my main criticism of it is that she's Always. supposedly like bi, but she only has like one female partner uh, yeah, out of her like five breakups, and I'm like. You could have made like one of the other ones like and be probably yeah. better if she at least has, more than were women. I mean, she's very she has a very strong bi energy, and I should lean into yeah. that a lot more. I um, think it's the undercut. I don't know. <laughs> it's <in> high fidelity. <laughs> it's great. It's got awesome supporting cast as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's pretty much us for for pop corner. Obviously, we've got little bits and pieces here and there because we are watching a ton more. But um, yeah. yeah, it's a lot to to just get through. <laughs> Yeah. Anything else from you, Matt, or should we move to our feature? I think that's it. All right. right. As we move to our feature, I'd like to apologise for the guy next door who has started mowing his lawn again. Uh, we waited till he had finished until we began this but recording. But it's a, it's a sign but, uh, of, of work, of, of productivity, because to get ahead, to pull yourself up by your bootstraps, you got to work. you got to work! Um, so this is Newsies, uh, which was a cast pack. Yes! Uh, so I've never seen this film before. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I suggested this one because I feel like a lot of people um, are big fans of Newsies, despite the fact that no one liked Newsies when it came out. Um, oh. And I have seen actually before I saw this, I saw the 2016 live stage recording of the musical adaptation. Um, so I'm slightly more familiar with that, but still not particularly like I'd seen it one time. And I wasn't, like, ever a particularly huge Newsies fan of the musical either, which I know has had a lot more success than this movie. But I was like, look, I'm keen to see some teenage Christian Bale, um, see Always. some see some flat caps. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, yeah, and to be honest, it, it, it delivered on all these levels. Um, cool. So do you want to move on, James? Yeah, cool. Um, so my history with it, I'm very similar to Cass. We saw the Newsies... Um, musical uh which we watched on broadway hd which is still doing uh, streams of musicals um starred jeremy jordan uh they made quite a few changes so this was originally a movie musical which is kind of rare it started out the musical started as a movie um and 
I'll chuck in my context now because it seems to be where I'm kind of going with it. This was a, a very expensive film for the time. Disney put 15 million into it, uh, and then it recouped 2 million. It was um, one of the top five uh, biggest losses for Disney, partially yeah, because yeah, yeah the, the the opening weekend was so low that they pulled it from other distribution. So it's kind of a, a mark of shame. Notorious for flop. Yeah. Um, I hadn't seen it before. Um, I had not known that my doppelganger exists. More on that later. We'll get into it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Um, this film is actually like um, Christian Bale's least favorite film in his filmography. Mm. It's, in his, it's his OFR. It's like like out from resume or something like he doesn't want to talk about it oh, <laughs> oh really that makes a lot of sense <laughs> oh, yeah man. well he didn't want to make a musical he signed up for like a page boy like drama about oh he really seems like he doesn't want to be in a musical in this yeah film. yeah I, we, I will and then and then like kenny ortega the director and like his dad who's like his manager just kept, like because like he was like his dad was like well when are you gonna get to work for disney it's a big company you've got like a three-picture deal so they kind of like um hoodwinked him into like like accepting the role because he auditioned for a drama but then like it turned out to be a musical wow. and then they they told him um like all these great actors so no musicals like al pacino blah 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 and obviously like the internet was in its like you know nascency back then so he couldn't really like verify so he was like you know what fuck it let's let's do it you know oh, wow. boy. that makes so much sense because yeah. he looks so uncomfortable <laughs> whenever he has to sing when oh, it, yeah man. he's good at the acting but um, yeah. um I definitely saw this when I was a kid. I remember seeing, uh, renting this from the VHS, but like, like a lot of movies from back then, I forgot about the plot. Like, I knew the basics. I remember seeing it, but the actual story of Newsies forgot. Like, Mm. so it was like nice seeing it again, like all these years later. So, um, yeah, it's good. It's, It's always like nice to see a young christian bale because you know like i saw him in um empire of the sun which i watch with my dad all the time um so i was like you know a fan of his younger self um and it was like nice seeing him in this context the silly, i like silly i like that boy. we've got like a record of like the, the various years of christian so so detailed so thoroughly because he's in that and he's in um he plays the boy in henry the fifth as like yeah. the like little like oh this is what war does this poor little boy the year after this he's theodore laurie lawrence and mm-hmm. little woman iconic yeah yeah i'm surprised how fast it, uh, it happened you can see his baby cheeks just slowly i know um, well actually he hates this like movie but like he got cast in little women because winona Ryder caught a screening of newsies and she was like obsessed with it <laughs> she was like oh, i must have that have that boy as my love yeah. it makes sense because like honestly like the only people that really liked newsies were the preteen like teenage <laughs> girls who like what a dream film so mm. many boys so yeah. many boys of a range of ages all the way from like small like Tiny little double cute things. boys all the way up to the the older teen boys like christian bale 17 and 18 for in people film. like me you've got bill pullman and then just... like for the adults bill pullman's in there um yeah. there's a great dad energy and and look and for the granddads out there robert duval <laughs> <laughs> well should we get into our movie in a minute so we can yeah so sum we up think james plot. is going to do the plot summary yep. of newsies um which uh we sprang on him a mere half an hour ago and mere moments ago time to um prepare so i'm gonna just time him you got it okay cool 
Okay. Sorry. And go. Okay, so um, there are these kids called Newsies, and they sell papers. Um, it is, we are in the uh, 18, uh, just near the end, like start of the 19th century? No, 20th century. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, which one of those? Um, I'm always bad at that. Okay, and so they sell papers um, for Joseph Pulitzer, um, and you have to pay um, 50 cents for 50 papes uh, called papers, and uh, they're very good at their job, but they are dirt poor, and one of them is ran, run by Jack Kelly, um, and then so when Joe Pulitzer decides to up the price on the papers to 60 cents, they revolt, and they decide to unionize um, and band together and speak out against this and it looks like it might go bad but actually it goes pretty well um they managed to get bill pullman who is a journalist to write about it oh you gotta give me the update in 10 seconds. seconds what um and uh he they manage uh and then it turns out jack kelly is an escape uh prisoner uh but then uh it all turns out fine and joseph pulitzer decides to let them have it and that's one minute and that's newsies in a minute. That's newsies in a minute. Oh, that's newsies pretty much it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah so papes, papes are the big deal. Yeah. 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 We got to talk about the papes. Love so the, I think the, the term the you were like looking for was turn of the century. Yes, <laughs> that sums it up so easily. Huh? <laughs> it's a lot faster to say turn of the yeah, century. That yeah. one really screwed me. <laughs> Eighteen ninety nine. That was a good twenty seconds of the minute on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this film, yeah, it's um, it, we get a grand sense of the world of it, right? There so, are there is a lot of money that went in. You can look at the fact they built a lot of that sets. set is they huge. built a lot of sets. Love this first introductory number. <laughs> I was like, I'm getting the verisimilitude of this world. These ugly, bo- not ugly, sorry, dirty boys. These, ca- <laughs> These fucking ugly These boys. These character faced boys. Sorry, the the dirty boys. A large boys. range of facial types. <laughs> Sorry, the dirty boys are just <laughs> <laughs> These ugly boys. The dirty, ugly None boys of them are pretty. Some of them are pretty. The boys are ugly. <laughs> I meant to say dirty. <laughs> so you get a whole range. Who do we have? Got there's, some grubby boys. There's crutches. <laughs> who uses a crutch? Crutchy. Crutchy. Is a crutch. Crutchy, crutch. right? Um. um there's uh, the very small there's, one who we meet later. There's two brothers, uh, Davy yep. and Les. Yeah, Les and David. Yeah, uh, Les is little, very cute, very small. It's like small, a shoe shiny kind little of boy. Little like, yeah. face. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and he's very David, cute. I was, look, his jawline called me ugly, and I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> he's now working. Uh, um, he, the, the David Morris is it's the actor that plays David Davey. Moscow. David Moscow, sorry, Mos- sorry. <laughs> uh, who now um, works as like a he's like works on the theater in Broadway and oh, as a cool. housing activist. And I was like, good on I, you. Dated Kerry Washington for a time. Yeah, was with Kerry yeah, Washington for several years. I remember him from two things out of this, and like not from this particular era of his life. So when he was younger, he was like the young Tom Hanks and Big. Oh, yes, I, yeah. I know yeah. him as younger than this, but also older than this because he was like the love interest in Honey, which was yeah, which was I the Jessica that. Alba dance vehicle. Yeah, that was one of in my maths class. There were all of these posters hanging out. One was Step Up to the Streets, and one was Honey. Oh my um, god! What a, what a, a maths themed classroom I know. decoration. Yeah, but also, doesn't he not look like? Mr. Shu from Glee. Oh yeah, bit. it's the That's hair. That's who it was. It's the hair. Yeah. It's the I was looking hair. at that man, thinking, "Ah, oh, he looks like someone." Matthew it's Morrison. That curly hair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who else we got? We got 
Um, um, obviously, we've got Cowboy, Jack Kelly, cowboy. Uh, cowboy. Christian Bale. Bale. Who occasionally um, does wear a cowboy Wearing hat. his little socialist red neckerchief. Loving it. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and then there's this guy who's like, the cigar, yeah. like small. Cigar boy, who cigar boy. I loved. Cigar boy was, like, was my favorite. I don't know most... if he's ever named though. It was tough. Yeah, I think his name. I looked it up. His name was like Racetrack something. But yeah. like, but he's cigar boy from now on. He's cigar also... boy. He also was twenty four. I know. I looked at this because, like, I saw it. I saw. It. I was like, I, I was watching it, and I was like, oh, he look at this talented fourteen year old boy I know. with a cigar in his mouth and his fast talking New York speak. And then I looked him up, and Max Casella, the actor, was like twenty four, a full like eight years older than like some of these people, and I'm he like, looked oh, so young. He looked younger than yeah. Christian Bale and David Mosco. A lot younger than Christian Bale. <laughs> like, like, can you imagine seeing a twenty like seeing that kid and like IDing him and being like you're 24 like this is a fake ID he must get kicked out of bars all the time right yeah (laughs) even now after all these years I wonder because I saw a picture of him like as an older like you know as he is now and and I was like okay so he aged he he got old his age like he looks like an old man now but I wonder when it hit you know like was there a point he just turned 30 and it was like like, boom boom. there's the wrinkles like here we go or I don't know anyway he I was very impressed by his performance I I thought he was a teenager He's the and one that's, like, he's really committing to the accent and the yeah. physicality without driving it too much over the edge. Yeah. I wonder if that's his natural accent, though. Maybe. Because he just Maybe. looks like, he just looks like a New York Probably boy. an accentuated version of yeah, his natural yeah. accent. But also, yeah. I'm like, it makes sense now that he would have this cigar, seeing that he's the oldest one. Yeah, yeah. Though I would You're say, allowed. though, that, like, there is a lot of all of the boys smoking at certain parts <laughs> yeah. of this film, because I did note it and go, like, there is absolutely no way you'd be able to do that today. Yeah, from right? Disney yeah. as well. Christian Bale smokes yeah. at one point as, like, a 17-year-old. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, you would not be allowed to do that. Yeah. Like, even just, like, having cigarettes in the mouths of, like, good characters. I don't know if you can yeah, do that anymore. That if like, they, I'm sure if you watch this, and you can watch <laughs> this now on Disney+, Plus, you know, like, they've maybe... <laughs> probably, like, digitally edited out the cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. The removed cigarettes. it. Like, thank you for smoking. Um, yeah. yeah, taking them all out. We get, like, the eye patch kid, who doesn't really make much of an impression. Oh, yeah, so the eye patch kid is actually, like, the inspiration for um, Jack Kelly. So, like, yeah, the original... The original, like, kid who led the strike was a, a kid called Kid Blink, who, who had, like, one eye and, like, had an eye patch. Why? Oh, man, this what? is, like, Mortal Engines and stuff, like, where, yeah. you know, she was meant to have this huge, like, scar down her face, and now it's a tiny little thing. I think they Why didn't don't want, they lean into this? I think they didn't want to, like, like um, obscure any of Christian Bale's face. Dumb, <laughs> yeah. dumb, His dumb. face is a selling point. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's uh, if we hadn't already said that as well. Like this is based on a true story. Yes. Uh. Yeah. yeah this is based on an actual uh, newspaper boy strike. Um. Mm. Which is, is a pretty cool story. Like yeah, I don't know. Cool, I cool. I yeah. enjoy the story of this. It's that that's a kind of you know a, a union like pro worker tale and yeah. it's like good like They're kids against like the man. You know. Little Norma Rays like running around. Yeah. yeah. Like, apparently, at the end of it, like, the strike, they didn't have a, such a decisive victory. I don't think no. they got them to lower the price. But they did think, get them to, to yeah, had, promise to buy back the papers they didn't sell. Yeah, exactly. Which I'm like, that's actually better, to be honest. Like, buying back... Because like, the fact that they had to buy all the papers and then just chuck them if they couldn't sell them is, yeah. like, a terrible business practice. Yeah. Look, 
these kids are the definition of like gumption, moxie, chutzpah. <laughs> and it, it shows in that first sequence, like the choreo in this is legit. Like, so, Oh my God, the, the choreography in this film like is the best. Like, the, the two things about this, the choreography that are excellent is like, the big wide, like wide shots of all of the really good dancer boys doing these jumps and these kicks and like it's actually really good. And then also the simplified choreography for Christian Bale whenever there's a yeah. close up on him yeah. to disguise the fact he's not so good at dancing. There's a moment. <laughs> this is where I think the direction is really good because like even when I knew that Christian Bale wasn't like quite as talented a dancer as everyone else, like he still looked congruent to yeah. the whole. Yeah. Picture. When he's there doing his like hand, mostly hand actions, oh my God. like he's at least giving it all. Yeah. <laughs> there is one moment all. though, about seven minutes in, where uh, Christian tries to do a dance move and he just straight up trips over his. Oh feet. no! I saw that. I saw <laughs> that. But he plays so it off. Alarming. But yeah, he, he just like he, he stands yeah, up. He still good. does, but it's like well, it, fine. Uh, yeah, it is a testament to his like absolute coolness as just an individual <laughs> that he can pull it yeah. off. Because I'm just like, damn. This kid is just like the coolest kid I've yeah. ever seen. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's no, so it makes many, total like, sense. He's so well star, cast like, yeah. in terms yeah. of like, of course, all the other kids are going to be like, so yes, just I will follow operator. this boy. Yeah, yeah. To other people, this would be like star poison. Like, it still makes sense why he wants to cover it, but you know, he's got a coolness to him. That hair is flicked just right. <laughs> it's that, yeah, it's, you know, yeah. really '90s style parting. To be honest, despite the fact it's supposed to be set in the period. Yeah. Do you know that Christian Bale was like? When he first started, like his agent, like just like scrapped up all the all the parts that Ethan Hawke passed on or like was considered for, because he was like an Ethan Hawke type. Yeah, that makes and, like, sense. Yeah, <laughs> I, can I just see love, it. I just love like that this whole generation of young actors kind of all made it. Like Ethan Hawke, um, him, like Joaquin Phoenix, Leonardo DiCaprio, like yeah. all of them who were like competing for the same roles. All of them kind of made it. Like, it's like well, there, Hollywood... are, there are just enough parts out there yeah. for white men. Yeah, <laughs> Hollywood <laughs> makes more space for these men. Like, um, sorry, Robert Sean Leonard, you didn't get your shot. Yeah. You're good in house though, and dead poets. He's yeah. doing well on He's Broadway. His... He's did some good off Broadway roles recently. His, his puck and and dead poets. I mean, why do you need to go past that? You know, like, <laughs> beautiful performance. Um, um, like, so of course, it... there's one major cast member we we haven't spoken about, and we really need to to pay more major yeah. attention to. Who are you leaning towards? Uh, this is well, James Kane. Oh, oh, I see. Oh, I see. I, my mind was like talking through the plot, Robert Duvall. Like, no, no, no. Like Bill right. Pullman, Robert Duvall, <laughs> so and Margaret. Halfway through, halfway through, we'll, we'll go back to early yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. But like, yeah. we've got to stay at set now because anybody who's been seeing our social the media... The starring role. Uh, ...is aware of the starring role. Uh, well, at least the featured part of uh, Spot, who is played by... James Kane is a twelve-year-old. Yeah. Like it's very much. It's just, the, it's just James when he was small. I, think I don't. He's I don't, got the James face, but then like when he like um, took his like cap off, he had like the floppy Leonardo DiCaprio here, and yeah, I was like, oh, very, change your change your whole look. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, the hair so, was very different. So his, uh, yeah, his features are like obviously when you're uh, twelve, like the features like haven't fully settled. So if you look at him now and look at me, we look nothing alike. But on my <laughs> social media, which Mixbag shared, uh, thanks Mixbag, cheers. Uh, that's that's <laughs> yeah. me. I run all the accounts. Um, uh, yeah, it looks very much like what it's I in did the chin, back it's in, in the, the nose, it's in the eyes. Yeah. It's, it looks like a baby, baby Toby Maguire. I don't know why. 
Yeah, I can I can see yeah. it. But and also, like the fans, the fans were very into him. Like we found yeah. a lot of like fan pictures. So like there are gifts of this character. The, so clearly James could have been like you um, know Gabe or something. Gabriel, yeah. yeah. And he was also he's the, now a real estate agent. He quit acting. Yeah. Gabriel Damon, and he was also the voice of um, Littlefoot and The Land Before Time. Oh, yeah, just the first Maybe, one. Yeah, yeah. And so then, we're like major role. This is apparently like this is like the end of the second third of his career. Like he only had Newsies, like a few yeah. things. Well, he was this. like one of the like the name kids that they got. It was like the three kids it was like Christian Bale, um, David Moscow, and like him. Yeah. So yeah. it makes yeah. sense. But also, <laughs> it didn't make sense to me that he was like the leader of brooklyn because like, yeah. he, he acted really well but also he was 15 and i feel like i could have decked him like <laughs> yeah he's, he's acting... crafty though he's got a slingshot he's yeah, acting yeah, tough <laughs> and he is like trying to overcompensate similar to when i tried to play stanley kowalski in a streetcar named desire at 14 <laughs> not at 14 at about 17 16. 16 i mean yeah. like that's so much better wow so, those two years of life experience yeah wow. I, mean, life I thought i was ready look at, look at yeah. the picture of james on twitter and then imagine him playing stanley <laughs> kowalski and uh what about the it was a couple couple years later but yeah for kowalski machine, I, stanley kowalski yeah i overcompensated with my voice and trying to look bigger and I, w- I was doing push-ups all the time, but I, was, I wasn't I was taking any <laughs> proteins or anything, so it was just so making me... Anyway. It made um, me skinnier. <laughs> b- I can understand that boy of, like, trying to overcompensate for what his body looks like. And I really dug that he had this, you know, the boy from Brooklyn um, title. Um, yeah. But, yeah, Spot. it was yeah. not fully believable as the I one. enjoyed him. He was, like, fun and scrappy. Yeah. He's fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Other people in there as well. Anne-Margaret. Uh, yeah, nothing role. Met- yeah, so bad. Like, well, all of the guys have a crush on her for some reason. She plays yeah. like, well, here's another thing that weirded me out. She's like, is she like a brothel madam? Like, what is yeah, she? I think, is she, I like, think she's like she's a vaudeville like star, but like obviously vaudeville at this time, you know, like acting oh, at any point at this time is like sexual... a, is pretty seedy. So she probably yeah. on this like you know I think it's like saying she's a, a vaudeville star. Very and you cast sexual vibe from her character. Yeah, and you yeah. cast Anne Margaret, who is this like huge sex symbol, like. Yeah. They're making that illusion, I think. But also, like, they clearly had no faith in either of her songs because both of them cut out after about a verse. <laughs> just like, and nope, we're not singing anymore. Her second Black, song, High Times, Hard Times. That is the one that um, won the Razzie for worst song that yeah, year. Yeah, <laughs> it's rough. You know, it's you feel bad, bad for Lizzie's her. Newsies nominated for Razzie's. Yeah. Which, again, another reason why the Razzie's fucking suck and are always yeah. terrible and have terrible judgment. It won best song um, and got nominated for like best picture and a couple of others. You mean worst yeah. and worst? worst. Yeah. Oh, worst. <laughs> best worst. Best worst picture. Um, um, yeah, that is one song that was cut from the musical adaptation. Um, and her whole character. A Razzie yeah. nominee for worst mm. supporting actress for the show, <laughs> and for worst supporting actor nominated was Robert Duvall, doing a weird accent. Yeah, yeah what is his accent let's supposed talk about to be? Duvall like, because Hungarian maybe. What is Pulitzer? Is he an emigre or is he like? American? I I did not know anything about Pulitzer's life and times. Um, you know so. what? He invented literary prizes. Yeah. That was his great contribution to yeah. the world. Thanks, Paul. It was like, yeah, you know, 
he i i didn't dig this performance i love duval obviously great stuff from the godfather and all throughout his career he's done amazing number of roles but i wasn't exactly sure what he was doing it was just it was very big it's it's definitely not like good but i kind of enjoyed him in this key because like now i just associate robert duval with like maybe he's not like this in real life but like his roles are just like old grumpy men like in like not fun films yeah whereas this was like a harrison ford like grumbly was, like his, like what did he start like the judge like what what, what is nobody he wants to recently? see the judge <laughs> yeah. i would not yeah um but like he was still kind of like you know like he would take a role like this in 1992 it was still energy yeah and i'm like you know give it some gravitas go for it robert even though whatever you were going for was uh Bananas, like <laughs> it just felt like a Jackson Pollock choice. He was just throwing stuff at the wall and seeing if it stuck. And I mean, Jackson created masterpieces. This one, not so much. Is this a, is this I don't know if that was the best decision that you just made up. Yeah, <laughs> I don't really want to shade Jackson Pollock. Actually, it's quite talented. Jackson, as an sweetie, artist. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Bill Pullman, I liked in this. Oh, oh man. he's very charming. He's very, and, he's and, very attractive in this. It's the dad energy. And for gr- looking after this group of unruly yeah. boys, you're like, oh, what a dad. And he had a great singing voice in the little yeah. bits that he yeah. sang. Yeah, King of New York's got just, some great Bill Pullman solos in it. I want more, but, like, I just, like, enjoy him. Like, at first, when he, it was really bad. When he first came up, I was like, Jeff Daniels is in this film? <laughs> I was like, when he took off that, I was like, oh, it's Bill Pullman. <laughs> Bill, he's always getting confused um, for that, and and Paxton well, as well. Paxton with a name, mm. yeah. but um, Bill Pullman, just like you know, what a wild and varied career. Like you know, Independence Day, <laughs> yeah, president while you were sleeping. Also, he starred as like the love interest in the one romantic comedy that Ellen did, and I Ellen. don't remember. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, oh man, this, let me look this up. <laughs> I'm gonna start in a bad romantic comedy. That sounds very bad. While you look it up, I wanna I wanna say my gag that I thought up during the film, of like Christian Bale keeps on going on about hanging out with Teddy Roosevelt, the president, when you've got the president of the United States right there, right next to you, Bill Pullman. You know. Yeah. So it's called Mr. Wrong. Mr. Wrong. And you guys, you guys have to like look up the poster. Oh boy. Okay. Um, well, James looks up the poster. I'm just talking about homework so, <laughs> for the mixed baguettes. Um, Bill Pullman's character is not in the musical adaptation of Newsies. Oh, um, ooh, damn! Oh, That's no. a very bad poster. That's so OTT. Extremely bad looking film. He loved her from afar. It wasn't far enough. Oh, so no. he's just. <gasps> oh my That's god! That's the tagline. So, <laughs> so bad. is he just terrible? Possibly. Is this like a shallow house situation? Yeah. Instead but he of... looks so handsome. <laughs> it's a black comedy. Oh, I thought you said she looks so handsome. <laughs> uh, DeGeneres still mentions it occasionally in her talk show, <laughs> poking fun at the disastrous reception. So she committed murder on her wedding day. Uh, oh, this is Mr. Wrong, not Newsies, by the way. Yeah, right. Yeah, so this is we're on Mr. Wrong. Um, we're just trying to find a, a brief summation of it, um, but the wiki is is it's surprisingly detailed. Uh, it's a detailed um, and dense synopsis, James. But uh, anyway, it looks bad. It garnered a score um, of seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So well, that's all you need to know. It will not be a mixed bag. Unfortunately. <laughs> no, it does not qualify it's in the mixed bag arena. Bad bag. Um, but I'm sure there are many bad movie podcasts that have covered this piece. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, uh, so Bill Pullman's character is not in a musical adaptation. Um, mm. Instead, well, what they do is they go, they do like a plucky young female journalist. Yeah, apparently, so they like um, combined his character with the love interest character played by boring girl someone i don't know and to be honest i do kind of like that change because call. like there are no good yeah. female characters in the movie um and yeah. the love interest the love subplot is just oh terrible it's and, so badly done and personally well, yeah i'm for that here's... because I've, I've got my bill like the bill is recorded <laughs> i can go to that we whenever go back i want to bill Pullman whenever we want and to. that It'll choice that makes a lot of well, sense well here's the thing so like christian bale christian bale's character um his love interest was um david and Liz's sister yeah. What, uh, what's her name? I don't remember. Sarah? Sarah. 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 Yep. But you know what? Christian Bale had the most chemistry with David. Like, Obviously. let's not even play. Yeah. Come on. And it's like that. The weird thing is, like, there's a scene where, like, she wakes up and Christian Bale's sitting out on the fire escape <laughs> creepily. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I'm so glad you're here. And I'm like, did we miss a scene? Where was the scene in which they, like,. Had so, a conversation. Yeah, she was just like she was like you know, um, in their first meeting, she was just saying it with her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> that's I, what. The, that's what. Can I you take a thought? It. Apparently, thought yeah, it just right? it spoke for itself. And like their her dad, who is obviously the dad of David and little boy as well, is such a, a soft, kind dad. He's got his the soft dad is his very arm nice. and a sling. He has one, and there's one, one bit scene. where he like politely informs Christian Bale like, "Time to go to bed." Or like, dinner's ready. It's <laughs> just so soft and sweet. I mean, um, yeah. But also he was punching up because his wife was hot. <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah, his that's, wife... That's, that's how he got his arm in a sling, too much punching up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> his wife was um, uh, Hugh Jackman's wife. Oh, oh. Is, really? Is, is Hugh Jackman's oh, nice. wife. Yeah. Very nice. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Um, so Christian Bale had a say in who his love interest was going to be. Really? And not, not not because, like, he was being seedy, or maybe he was. I don't know. But he just, like... Can he be like, so seedy when you're 17? <laughs> yeah, I guess. But I, he was just, like, I, he just rejected it, all the girls who looked too modern outright. And I was like, this girl was very modern to she me. She was pretty like, modern to me. But also her speaking voice was way too modern for me. It was just, like, yeah. I'm just a girl. But I so, also don't remember anything she said at any time because she has, like, no lines that aren't, like... Look. <laughs> did Bale get like an did he get an Oscar nomination for Empire of the Sun or was it just like no. really lauded? Because no. like we no. we saw no. the trailer for Newsies no. and like it goes Robert Duval and Christian Bale. So like that's amazing that his star power is at such a height already that he's able to I, pick well, he's and the choose. Lead role. <laughs> yeah, but like for Newsies like like it could just be an anybody. Like it could well, be someone still, slightly like, famous. He but. still starred in like the biggest director of the time. Like you know, like yeah. I mean, it's just <laughs> odd that like uh, leading roles, like even even at that stage when it's a huge Disney production, that he gets that amount of sway. Oh, I think he was. They were trying to make him a star. Yeah, he and wasn't quite a star back that then. That age but, as well know. of being like pushing him as a teenage heartthrob as well, yeah. which yeah. is a very specific you know subgenre of star, I guess. Yeah. Mm. Um, Should we talk around uh, his acting and his singing and dancing? His yeah. acting, good. Good his yeah, singing, I mean, very singing believable. Not, singing, not good. Well, let's go. <laughs> let's go through acting first because he's like, yeah, he's. he's he cool. I mean, connects he's very with all believable. His and it's not a very demanding role for him, no. but he was nah. very, he's very convincing. He's got as conviction. A very cool kid. I was like, yeah, 
that kid would be my idol growing up. <laughs> yeah, great name, Jack Kelly. Even if he did make it up himself, we learned that that's yeah. Fake. Also, like, how many names does he pile on top of that? So he's Jack Kelly, and then he's, he's cowboy. Jack cowboy Kelly. Yeah, his um, real name is like Sullivan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Francis like, Sullivan. I think you should have left it at Jack. <laughs> yeah. yeah, cowboy's a bit much. It's gilding the <laughs> little. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, in the musical they do not they do not have a given nickname on top of a fake name. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, but yeah, his his when we get like sequences where he's singing by himself, which where we see the huge set. Santa Fe is uh, yeah Jack Kelly's big solo, his big I want song, and it is not a good Santa song. Um, it is probably I think for me because it's an actual full length song as opposed to like Anne Margaret's shitty songs, which are kind of like a verse. Mm. Um, yeah. It's the worst song for me because yeah. Yeah, it just bad. goes on for so long. It's, like, it's asking us to care. And and, we're, and I'm like, Christian Bale, he just, he's kind of bellowing. And a, a problem with this particular film's premise is that most of your characters are early teenaged or teenaged or prepubescent boys, which is just a demographic that's known that's not known at all for having any control over their voice, particularly when yeah. it comes to singing voices. So like, you get a few voices in there that are good, but you get a lot of just like bellowing in tune. And like Christian Bale bellows in tune, and as does a lot of the other actors in this. Yeah, well, what you He's get for like seeing like kids that are actually genuinely like that little tiny sweet kid you're like oh look he's actually his age the trade-off of that is is like you know like uh, because the musical theater conventions of yeah, like yeah, yeah. on the stage 30 year olds playing 14 and like, you're like okay you sure <laughs> like... um so like the trade-off of that unfortunately is that there's not so much control and like believability so like even though Aaron Veidt shouldn't be playing Danny Zuko and whatnot, like, <laughs> there is Jordan a reason when why. You watch him in the, I mean, as Jack Kelly, the thing is, like, 35. John Travolta <laughs> shouldn't be playing Danny Zuko either. No. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. You know, just like Stalker Channing. Like, <laughs> Stalker Channing, mid 30s. Like, mid 30s that's been smoking since she was 15. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, the hardest looking 15 year old I've ever seen. Um, yeah. But as Rizzo, great. Yeah, exactly. Wonderful performance. Um, um, iconic here's the thing with, with the songs about this movie. I enjoyed all the group numbers. Yes, me too. Yeah. All, all of the, the group individual- numbers are great. <laughs> all the individual ones, bad. All the individual ones boring. are awful. They are like boring. There's also they're also mostly more of the ballads are the individual ones. Yeah, and it's like did, you honestly you want to fast forward through your VCR. You want to get I, out the. And there's a good segment in the film where like near the like end, there's just like a good half an hour where there's just no song. Which is a classic Disney right? thing. Like oh, a lot God, of Disney yeah. musicals do this, where it'll be like you maybe oh. have five or six songs on a Disney show, well, and like they're that, all in the first two thirds and the last. And then it's like, but nothing. you care about the plot, right? That was <laughs> that was like the point where I started like trailing off I was like it's not fun anymore it's like not as yeah. fun I got to a bit um, when I was just sitting here going like where are the songs yeah, right? <laughs> I was waiting for like wouldn't the climax it would have been so much better if it was like a big group number like a big choreographed strike yeah. or something yeah like I guess they um, try and have that with all the I different do, like I mean Santa Fe out. is a terrible song but I did enjoy that section in the middle where like um Christian Bale was just living his like Baryshnikov fantasy or something he was just like by himself like tap dance or like doing whatever like dancing in the street by himself yeah I'm I, I personally maintaining that Christian Bale's double as having a wonderful oh, sure, time yeah. dancing yeah. in the street <laughs> True, I'm like yes. oh there are a lot of very fast spins which seem like they're a little bit out of Christian he Bale's just, reach he just I hops on a horse steals it and yeah he's still 
rides on it. And then he just lets it just walk off to somewhere else, uh, off camera. Yeah. It's Jack Kelly, baby. Yeah. It's, I can ride Cowboy. my horse anywhere I want. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's also there's the one of the songs which I did like, which is King of New York, which is kind of I love on, King of New uh, York, which is really good. It's there's like a tap dance on tables. It's yeah. a bit where Bill Pullman has a little singing solo. Yeah. We're like, nice one, Bill. Um, but there's also a moment where because all of the boys have individual solos, it's very clear to like it's, place their singing abilities next to each yeah. other on a scale. But it's nice because I don't know. I guess like it just adds character, like. You know, like, it, I don't expect them to have great singing voices. Yeah, but, you know, like, some one, of them, like, I'd say Cigar Boy, again, he's got the advantage because he's old. Or but Cigar he's Man. Got, like, <laughs> cigar Man. Cigar Man. <laughs> cigar Adult Man is, uh, like, he's got a, great, a good singing voice with, like, a character lilt to it. And I'm like, yeah. And then, like, Christian Bale's like, oh, the king of New York. And it's just, like, kind of bellowing out of it. I really enjoyed young Mr. Shu um, quite a lot because he had his fire. Oh, he was just so adorable. Like, yeah. yeah. And, he, and he was genuinely... Like committed to the emotions of it and yeah. uh, had a good singing voice. Yeah, like I just loved his relationship with with um, Jack. <laughs> yeah, mm. no, there's was... definitely like cl- much more romantic chemistry yeah, between those characters than like, like anyone literally else. when like Jack, the beats where like Jack sells out and then he's so disappointed. Like he sees Jack in like so a betrayed. nice like nicer suit and I'm just like oh I feel it. And then at the end when. When when everything in the strike goes well, like um, they they share a nod that was that was very suggestive. There's to also me. The, the the big emotional beat of like everything sort of you know. So there's all the strike action. They end up like um, the way that they win. Uh, is that yeah. they convince all of the other kids that work in all the other like child labor based injuries uh, industries which is like pretty much every job in the city at this time um everybody goes on strike and so because like everyone's on strike finally joseph pulitzer, pulitzer um has to you know bow to their demands uh and so as a result at the end teddy roosevelt the president shows up and is like come on jack i'll take you anywhere you want to go and he's like i'm gonna go to the train station and so and davy and les and sarah as well i guess just devastated just devastated little les's face this tiny boy is just like puffy he's just blubbering it's so sad to see christian bale go Mm. i was like look at the acting on this that young actor knew he was in it and was just giving the camera everything he had yeah, yeah. don't worry he does he comes back basically he dry he rides around the block and then he's like nah <laughs> fool you all, well there's I'm some going. fast beats like that like you were saying before where christian jack um sells out and like goes with the pulitzer for a little bit like it's kind of largely inconsequential like he does it for a bit and then i can't remember what changes his mind it's, uh, it's the girl, well, right? Yeah, because yeah, there's these the two bad guys. I don't I really guess... know what the bad guys' role is. They have these two bad boys with bowler hats. And they this, just sold one out. One of the conventions of this movie, by the way, is that all the villainous boys wear bowler hats, which I found very funny. Um, but they decide to do some beating up, and they're going to beat up. Uh, they, like, drag off Sarah, and then they start, like, beating up Davy. And then, um, yeah, and Jack so... Kelly, like, decides to stop. Yeah. Uh, Christian decides to yeah Jack decides to to intervene because like no screw my friends but oh this hot girl that I met once or twice yeah (laughs) sure yeah yeah also (laughs) that that kiss between um, Christian Bale and and Sarah was a bit much (laughs) yeah I was like okay Right, okay, I think then, James was looking at his phone. I was like, James, boo! And we both like looked up yeah, at the screen, yeah. started booing. Right yeah, in front of Davy. How disrespectful! End, I was like, wow. Well, how disrespectful! We everything we had. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Look. 
right in front of my salad. (laughs) (laughs) In front of my Um, salad? Thank you. It felt like... It felt like that the film kind of knew that it had a weak spot with Christian Bale. Like, and with those solo... I mean, not in terms of the singing and the dancing, because, like... It but do- I think that's the music, a common musical the, theater, like musical movie thing. But. Yeah, the yeah. music does drop away in that second half, and it knows that it can't have these huge, like, Maria-like songs, and the closest it gets to is Santa Fe, where it does try and push that letter quite a bit. But um, they know that its bread and butter is in the big singing I, and dancing yeah. uh, group that, numbers, which they could have done even more. They could have done more, though. It's like, oh, you love it when it happens, but then it's still just like, oh, climax, but what about Pulitzer? As I've said, the big climax would have been amazing. It would have been, yeah. like, definitely catapulted this film to me to, like, ooh, I, I rate that. And, like, especially, you know, the bit when all of the different kids, like, come to join them. Yeah. Like, there's definitely yeah. room for, like, a proper full dance sequence there, as opposed to what they just have is, like, a, they sing a bit while they all march. Yeah. But it's um, like, you know, Christian you can Bale do a dance sequence there. his character to, to go to Santa Fe instead of staying in New York. Wow. What do we think about that? I think that's dumb. Sorry, Christian Bale. I think that, like, firstly, the whole reason of going to Santa Fe is he's got this, like, fake story about how his parents live there. He's going to go join them. When we find out later that his dad's in jail and his mum's dead. So there's literally nothing for him in Santa Fe except not being in New York. And I'm like, sorry, your friends and your, like, your business... And all of your influence is here in New York. It makes absolutely no sense for you to go. Yeah, I don't think that makes sense. Like, no. I, I feel like if you had a better excuse, like if you wanted a melancholy end, it was like, remember the glory days of the Newsies? Like, you could create something better and have a more my, melancholy ending. But yeah, my or melancholy like, ending is, you know, Christian Bale realizing that he actually has feelings for Davy, but realizes that he can't act on them. So he marries his sister instead. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, this is just as good. At <laughs> least <laughs> we'll be family. <laughs> yeah, no, it's we're like really a, brothers because I love it's you like a brother. It's a Hamilton Angelica thing, but queer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Number that, oh, yeah you no, no, you go. Another number that I enjoyed was that one. I don't know what it's called, but like, it was the one where Bill Pullman sees them all dancing in the street oh with this about to strike is that there's like the world will know uh seize the day <sighs> the yes. world will know <laughs> yeah I, I think it might be that one yeah i think it's the world will know because it starts with like davy doing a solo or something mm. and mm. then it all becomes like a big group number and like you know the boys are doing like triple axles and and whatever choreography yeah. that they do. <laughs> triple the... axles definitely not being a dance to at all. I'm just gonna say, Matt. That's the one <laughs> where no dance. Maybe. They're really... all on their ice skates. They yeah. get out their ice skates <laughs> and they start it. doing triple axles. Tonya Harding. <laughs> yeah. Um, it starts off really sweet because Davy's just like feeding Jack like little lines that he could say to the group, and it's such teamwork. They're working together. Yeah, he gives him also, confidence. He makes he he shows him he can stand on mountains. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like obviously, because like Davy's the brain without the mouth, and mm. Jack is just all, all mouth. I um, and so where he's presenting from is this big statue. Do we know the significance of the statue? So uh, the horse Greeley statue. Yeah, who is beginning? that as a figure? The horse Greeley is uh, just the publisher, like oh, a right. journalist. Well, also he was a congressman at one point. Yeah, okay, I don't know. Um, well, we, our, our opening shot is quite cool with that statue because it pans down and the newsies are like in the arms of the statue of Horace. Really, just having a sleep, yeah. having a snooze. It's a nice um, introduction to the world. Yeah. 
apparently uh, Gene Kelly dropped in for some of their like camp, like their, their training, their, their dance, dance training. Lesson? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I yeah. love it. That's great. How old would like, Gene would have been at that point? Well, he died in 96, so I'm like pretty old. Pretty yeah, old. yeah. But I, I guess like Kenny Ortega was one of his like mentees or something. Proteges. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he asked Gene to stop by and I was like, damn. That would have been great. Couple, like, and Christian Bale did not appreciate it one right? bit. <laughs> yeah, he'd be like, "Yeah, whatever." Or maybe it did help him. Like, "Oh, Gene Kelly's here. Great. This is legitimate now." <laughs> so this is by the same people that did The Little Mermaid and um, Beauty so and the Beast. It's, it's sort of just, so just the songs, it's Alan right? Menken. But, uh, Menken. Howard yeah. Ashman, I think, was the co-writer with Alan Menken for most of the early things. But he was actually um, dying of HIV, sadly, oh. during this time. Um, oh, so he was. Bring it down, James. I know. Sure. Yeah. You know, I was but yeah, really sad. But yeah, he was. Uh, it was like he. I think he started working on this um, with Alan Menken, and then ended up. Yeah, not not completing the film, right. which is really sad. But I think somebody else did the lyrics for it because he was like, yeah, not able to do it because mm. he was too ill. Um, How does it compare yeah. for you guys for those? those films or like, are they incomparable I, uh, I, don't I don't remember any of the lyrics but i like the music i think the, mm. the, there were certain songs that i'm like okay what do i remember from newsies from seeing you know the musical film that filmed version um and yeah the ones that like there were certain numbers that i remembered but i did not remember any of the like solo stuff it's like you've been saying oh, like yeah, all, all, only the group numbers that work and i think I the group numbers do work i do as well yeah but it's just yeah there is definitely like a, a very big difference like pretty stark difference between any solo moments and particularly any like more ballady moments because i think all the ones that that are successful are all kind of in a similar like marching tempo like Mm. we're gonna go and change the world like strike sort of style um mode and there are quite a few different songs in this that all kind of adhere to that um but all of them work (laughs) so clearly they had like a sort of style of um music that was much more the feel of this movie and then when they had to try to think of any other things it kind of they kind of just fell back on like yeah, what they could like what they had in their back pocket yeah just like yeah. i don't know just like a, some nice musical chords and so we're hitting the hour mark and we have got a bit of feedback that people would like a shorter podcast james uh, we, and we're gonna we're gonna wrap up but the wrapping up is gonna take half an hour but we can start wrapping yeah, but up i'm now. like i'm wondering is there anything major we want to get to before i had a couple more i had a couple more points yeah um yeah. so first i just want to shout out to the lady that plays like the mother that comes through during that first, first song number? that yeah. just has like one little like random <laughs> solo and it's just really good and just yeah. never comes back for the rest of the film oh she was, was great like, who is that it took me a little bit what is yeah. this tiny moment i was like good another thing again a slight downer note but like one thing that i was not super comfortable with in this film is there is some like sexualization of the teenage boys i I felt from some of this like camera work in terms of just Mm. there's a little bit of that like gay male gaze i would say uh in terms of like some of the boys that are like made to look real muscly and shirtless Mm. and like one particular lingering shot of this boy with like wet pants that like very much outlines (laughs) his butt yeah it's when we go to brooklyn yeah when we went to brooklyn yeah i noticed that boy with like the washboard abs the 12 year old boy with the washboard abs I'm just like, like oh, my these God. boys are supposed to be teens. Like, yeah. I don't know if we should be making there was them that like shot that. In the <laughs> beginning, where like the boys are basically in like um a number position. Yeah. <laughs> <with their clothes. laughs> 
I guess it's the top to tail thing is also like how you would sleep when you were really yeah. poor. So it kind of makes sense. It's but that's more forgivable. Like, but I get yeah, just the number of like what I was like, why do we need this really shirtless like ripped boy? It was <laughs> like, weird. It was weird. I don't know about that, Kenny. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. One of the other baddies that we haven't really talked about is the prison guy. I don't know what he's called. Yeah, the dude that runs the prison. Oh, who I was like, where's this creepy guy from? I recognize his face, and I realized he is Locke's father from Lost, um, mm. which I know you haven't seen, Matt, but I am a big fan of, uh, and he is yeah. absolutely villainous. He's very in that role. hateable. So um, yeah. yeah, it's kind of a good. I thought he did a great job here too, yeah. just being on, slimy on that and gross. Like, I just really loved all the character adults as well, like the associates for Robert Duval. Like there was like this like soft voiced man who I thought yeah. was like very appeared. There's like yeah. the man with the mutton chops, which I thought was really fun as well. And like Weasel, Weasel, yeah, like, yeah. the newspaper guy. He was fun. There's the guy was... that runs the you know the orphanage of the place that they're staying. Um, yeah. That is an old dude that's you know pretty likable and kind of defends Jack Kelly when they come sniffing out for to try and find him. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, let's we get move into on to Bag and Biff. Bag and Biff. I'll go first. Um, so, I feel like what happened with this film. I'm really glad with how history picked it up and looked after it because I feel that the musical that later came out of it in 2012 Mm. is the best version of this story. I feel like they recognize that there is a good story here and that there needs to be more group uh, numbers. You need to have more like boys in hats dancing around with papers, the papes, you know, that's really fun. And newspaper choreography would have been fun. There is some great newspaper choreography in the musical. I've got to say there's a bit where they step and they rip it with their feet and they switch it around. It's it's great. It's kind of inspired (laughs) by that credit sequence where they play with it a little bit. Yeah, it's um, a good sequence. And dance. they build upon it. So, um, and then also you get people like uh, Jeremy Jordan, and you know, in later productions, like people that can actually sing. Andrew yeah. um, Keenan Bolger in there, playing yeah. a te- still playing a teen at thirty-five. And you still have now. that, you know, like fun chemistry between the the two boys, and that shift that the uh, the newspaper uh, person making that the love interest instead of. Uh, Bill Pullman, which is a shame, but ultimately a good dramaturgical choice. I do um, like the phrasing of that made it sound like Bill Pullman was the love interest. Before. I mean, if I could make it so, please. Um, yeah, I don't think that there's enough interesting in this film, personally, for me. I feel like it reeks of like um, chucking so much money at the screen and being like, look how lavish and expensive this is. Look at our sets. Like, you know, that kind of old Hollywood kind of. Uh, approach like surely this will work this time around um and the choreo is very good the music is really fun but um uh yeah the christian just he shouldn't they shouldn't have hoodwinked him they shouldn't have (laughs) tried to make him think it was a drama because ultimately like you do need a um what do you call it a triple threat um and you can sometimes step around it with movie musicals because star power but in this time around like he had the gravitas and the role, but it's just so comforting when a musical is just so, uh, just be- like confident. And there were so many, like Santa Fe, you watch it and you're like, oh, like that everybody knows that this is tr- a pale imitation of what a mo- movie musical is. This is no Maria. Um, so uh, it's a biff for me, um, for Newsies. A lot of great stuff, a lot of good kids, but it, it, it's not the perfect version of what it is, nor is it mixed enough for me to warrant bagging it. Biff. 
Do you want to jump in, okay. Matt? Okay. Well, okay. Um, so this is like on, like it's it's definitely on um, that. Like I'm I'm walking a tightrope here, and I don't know which way I'm gonna fall. So it's definitely very middling. Like it's, yeah, it's right. A it's it's, yeah. it's great. It's, it's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, to me, I actually don't have any problems with Christian. I thought like he was great as the character. Um, the singing didn't bother me too much because the songs were shit. Like, like the, that was the voice that that song like afforded. Like it didn't bother me, it didn't take me out of the world or anything. I didn't think he was like truly horrible. Like, like he wasn't butchering like a classic song or anything. So I was like, that's fine. Um, I love the world of 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 the movie of the story. I love the turn of the century. I love the costume design. I love just like, this story is really interesting. And I love the group numbers. To me, where it kind of lost me was just like not playing to its strengths, which was like um, the relationship between the boys, the group number, like just having like the cast of boys be more involved in more of the shenanigans, really. Like I didn't really get to know a lot of these boys um you know, I, I wanted more of a little rascals kind of yeah, vibe from, some from this with them. Yeah. From this um movie. But I do really like the musical numbers, the group ones anyways, and the choreography was insane. Like if these boys were even doing half of the choreography that Somebody was um, doing the choreography. Like the, someone the, the, the did dancers it. were doing, <laughs> which is which is really um, impressive. Um but ultimately like the second half was like really boring. Yeah. And um yeah, it's it's <laughs> It's like a light biff. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the least certain Matt has ever been about a choice. <laughs> yeah, it know. seemed like you were a bag before I said anything. No, 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 Maybe? no. I, I just was. I didn't know. I mean, I did like a lot of the elements of this movie, but ultimately, I don't like. I'm not gonna run back and be like, I want to watch Newsies again. You <laughs> yeah. know, like, yes. Yeah. You know, I might play a couple of the songs, but, um, you know, it's a diff. I agree with uh, a lot of what James said about, like, this is probably not the best version of Newsies as a as a as a thing like I would say that the stage adaptation really does a lot of work to elevate this piece like obviously it takes on all of the stuff that Matt was saying about like yeah it should have more choreography it should have more like time featuring each of these different boys like I know Crutchy gets a lot more to do in the musical than he and gets it, to do in the in the movie and it won Tony's which is great um, I don't think we said but like it yeah it was, was it was a pretty successful musical yeah. um as well as, like, beefing up the female characters and the rest of that stuff. Um, however, like, the movie, I think, has got enough in it that, like, I can't biff it personally. Like, I think there's enough, like, really fun moments where I was like, ah, look at this! And it's just very charming seeing all of these, like, teen boys just giving it a go. <laughs> Despite the fact that, like, I would definitely, it's definitely a bag with, like, z- z- like fast-forwardable elements. Like, yeah. fast-forwards for a Christian Bale song fast forward through some of the stuff at the end which gets boring like (laughs) but there's definitely like yeah parts of it that don't work but I think for me there are enough parts of it that I did enjoy like enough parts from the group numbers the choreography just the sets and the the general storyline as well I think like I was invested enough in I think it's a pretty interesting storyline um in terms of like you know it's about unions and like the working class and particularly about child labor um Mm. and this kind of classic story of David versus Goliath where it's these young kids that are kind of beating 
back against the you know rich moneyed people with power um and that's really fun and so yeah i can i can definitely see why it I can see both why it failed at the box office and why it got a cult following. Oh, yeah, like it, both of those things make total sense to me. Um, yeah. And yeah, I think it's. I think I'm, it kind of makes sense that it, it needed to be mixed, and I'm glad that at least there was a bit of a somebody buffs and somebody bags. It's, I'm I don't so think it glad that it has a, a full buff or a full bag. But, um, but yeah, I am a bag well, on this one. Even after you bagged, I was like, oh, now I'm wavering. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna stick with my buff, even though I did enjoy a lot of the things in this musical. Yeah, like um, I think if I was putting it on a percentage mark, it's the thing, it's like probably like at a sixty-five percent yeah, for me. I would do like <laughs> it's a, like a just on the edge. Like, <laughs> it's like a forty-five, fifty-five thing. Yeah, because I'm like, there is some, but there is some badness. There's some goodness. That's <laughs> and as well as like reco- uh, fast forwarding through it, it's you know, if someone wanted to put it on for Christmas, I don't know why during Christmas, but just like one of those holiday films. Yeah, I mean, to you me, first look half over. full bag, second half cool well um if you want to keep more up to date with uh mixed bag you can follow us on mixed bag pod on twitter mixed bag podcast on instagram or on facebook we're going to ramp up our social media channels a little bit more i'm going to have more goofs more dumb shit on twitter so um <laughs> make sure you follow along there's a lot if of you gifts would love to encourage james to do yeah. dumb stuff on twitter exactly. you don't have to yeah, do anything he's already encouraged yeah. enough like. there's so many gifts of newsies that i can use and i've just started this Again, is just the cult tipping following point. you know if yeah. you you know if tumblr was around in 1992 you know there oh, would have yeah. been so much yeah. oh, newsies on there um, oh my god the glee gays would be all over oh, oh yeah, yeah. Maybe they'll they'll probably do a TV movie. Ryan Murphy will probably make it. Um, uh, please remember to rate us um, on uh, Apple Podcasts. And just to let you know that next week we will be reviewing Interstellar, um, which is my choice. I've never seen it. Um, and that is available on Netflix. Uh, Newsies is available on Disney+. Plus, So you can check it out and see if it was a bag or a biff for you personally. And yeah, you can follow me on James Kane at 92 and James Abel Kane on on Twitter and then on Instagram, James Edward Kane on Instagram. Did you say James Abel Kane? Edward, my <laughs> yeah. middle name. I heard James Abel Kane. Yeah, yeah I'm just well. always on brand. Always, oh, man. always, always checking it brand. out. Always on brand. Yeah. Just um, unable can... to quit it. Yeah. You can follow me at Lula Morashi, L U L A M O R A S H I, on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to look for me, find me on TikTok, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere. How many Do videos are up now? Um, I've done two. Okay. And then I stop. <laughs> and then TikTok, those they don't two disappear, there. they stay? I, don't, I've, I haven't mastered Oh, they're there. Yeah, I haven't mastered it yet. But, you know. Cool. You know. I'm so curious. I, I might do the hunt pretty soon. All right. I think that's it from us, everybody. Bye. See, See you, you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Gonna read some papes. I hate this. Bye. <laughs> you like those flicks? Come get your fix in a podcast called Mixed Bag.